Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito and also International Voice of Deliverance Radio, 24 hours of uncompromised Christian radio. Praise God. We want to go right now into our topic of discussion. We want to discuss the origin of sin. Amen. The Where does sin originate? Where does sin begin? Amen. There's a beginning of the action as many preachers and denominations erroneously believe today or does it begin what the bible says and what the bible clearly teaches in the heart of man we want to go right now and look at this very issue amen father i pray for all those listening to the sound of my voice lord that you touch every heart with the word of almighty god that we be doers of that wonderful word of life and not hearers only lord deceiving our own self safe souls oh god encourage believers to serve you and live for you in these last days of compromise and deception in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We want to go right now into our topic of discussion, the origin of sin. Where does sin originate? Amen. Does it originate in the action as many erroneously believe today, or does it originate in the heart? Amen. We want to look at that right now. What does the Bible teach? The Bible teaches, amen, in James chapter number one and verse number 15, the Bible says, then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. I want to read that again. James chapter 1, verse 15. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, listen now, bringeth forth death. That's what the Bible says. And so what does this mean? Amen. What does this mean? First of all, what, did, what is sin? The Bible says in 1 John chapter number 3, amen, of verse 4, that sin is the transgression of the law. That sin is the transgression of the law. Amen. That means that sin is breaking the laws of God. It's breaking his commandments, his statutes, his precepts. It's going directly contrary to the word of Almighty God. That's what sin is. Amen. Hallelujah. The world does not have the privilege to define or anybody has a privilege to define what sin is. Only God does. Amen. So the Bible says here in 1 John chapter 4, verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 4, rather, whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. Amen. So here it is. Amen. When lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. It brings forth the transgression of the law. Amen. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So the Bible says, then when lust hath conceived. Now, what is conception? Amen. Conception is the beginning of something. Amen. Just like when a, when a child is born, when it's conceived, amen, in the womb, when the sperm meets the egg, the Bible teaches very clearly that's when life is conceived at very conception. Therefore, we understand that abortion is nothing less than first degree murder by which God will judge the women and the men and all those in support and who endorse the sin of abortion to judgment if they do not repent of their sin and come to Christ. Amen. They will be judged for that wicked act, hideous act of murder. Hallelujah. There's no debate concerning it. It's sin. We're talking about abortion briefly here. So the Bible here says, though, that lust had conceived. Amen. And when it, when it comes to conception, when somebody desires something that is contrary to God's law, amen, when they desire something that goes directly against God's standard of truth and righteousness, the Bible makes it clear that they have sinned, amen. That word when lust, amen, that word lust here in first in James chapter number one, verse 15, amen, is the Greek word epithumia, epithumia. Epithomia, amen, I think I'm saying it right, epithomia, 
And that means a longing for that which is forbidden. Amen. The lust, that word lust means a longing for that which is forbidden by God. Amen. So when one lusts after that which is forbidden by God, at the very time they do it within their heart, they have committed a transgression in the sight of God. That's when they sin. That's when sin has begun. Hallelujah. Not in the action. Oh, and I remember, amen, back in Bible school days, back in those days of Bible school, amen, when I wrote a paper, amen, a, a sermon for uh, one of my classes to be marked, one, and I put, amen, down a few sins, and one of them was homosexuality. And when I, this is back in 1996. We're, docking, we're looking at over 20 odd years ago. And one of the Bible school teachers, amen, crossed out the word homosexuality. And he replaced it, homosexual acts. Let me say that again. The Bible's college teacher crossed out the word homosexuality. And he replaced that, the word homosexuality with homosexual acts. You know why that's wrong? You know why that's ridiculous? You know why that's an abomination in God's sight? Because that now opens the door for somebody to be called a homosexual Christian and not commit the act. And many people believe that today. Even high-profile preachers believe that false doctrine today. Are you hearing what I'm preaching? They believe that the homosexual acts is sin, and of course it is sin. But they stop there. They don't believe that the attraction, the affection, and the desire of homosexuality is sin. And that's where they have made a grave error, according to the word of Almighty God. And have opened up the door to be deceived by the seducing spirits and doctrines of devils to embrace the sin of not just homosexual acts, but the sin of homosexuality. Now, this is where the problem lies. Amen. That sin does not begin in the act it does not, that is only the manifestation of the sin. Now, the Bible teaches that the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. When the Bible says works of the flesh, that means the actions of the flesh. They are manifest. In other words, they are revealed in Galatians chapter 5. Amen. The works of the flesh are manifest and they are revealed, amen, to the naked eye. Because we can see them work these works and these actions of sin. Amen. They are actions working out in the physical. Amen. In the physical, in the natural. They're, they're manifesting. Somebody's doing these works of, and these acts of sin. Right? The works of the flesh. They're manifest. But the, other, the, the Bible talks about something more serious than just the works of the flesh. The Bible talks about the origin of sin which begins in the heart where someone has violated the laws of God already before they've commit the act of any sin by desiring that which God Almighty has already said is forbidden and is a transgression and is sin. Sin does not begin in the action but in the heart the Bible says don't be deceived by believing just homosexual acts of sin no sir. Not just the act it is the desire of homosexuality. It is the attraction of homosexuality sexuality it is the the lust of homosexuality and not just homosexuality but adultery jesus said this amen in matthew's gospel chapter number five very clearly amen hallelujah he first of all talks about amen that unless our righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and pharisees we will in no wise what enter the kingdom of god why the scribes and the pharisees what did they do well they had an outward appearance of righteousness they look right 
And in the outward appearance, they look holy. They look righteous. They look pure. They, they look pious in the outward, amen, appearance. But inwardly, Jesus rebukes them in Matthew's gospel, chapter 23. They're full of dead men's bone, hallelujah, of, of full of uncleanness, amen, and perversion and ungodliness and sin in the inside of the heart. And hallelujah, and, and they, they deserve not heaven, but they deserve hell as a result of it. Jesus talks about how can they escape the damnation of hell? Just what Jesus said concerning the Pharisees. Why? They were full of all forms of adultery and evil and sin and perversion within their heart. That he didn't have to commit the act. They were already sinning and headed for hellfire and damnation because of the sin and the perversion and the uncleanness in their hearts. And Jesus says, except you and I, hallelujah, glory be to God, except our righteousness shall exceed the false righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, we will in no case enter the kingdom of God. Why? Because the Bible says that our righteousness needs to be a true righteousness and not just of the outward act, amen, of, of stopping the manifestation of sin, but the inward act of living holy before God and our, and our thoughts and our mind and our heart, amen, before God, hallelujah. That's why the Bible says the pure, hallelujah, in heart, they, hallelujah, shall see God. Amen, God, amen. And so the Bible says here in Matthew's gospel, chapter number five, concerning adultery. Amen. As a result, hallelujah, the Lord Jesus Christ speaking. Amen. He said in verse 27, ye have heard that it was said of by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. Now, of course, that refers specifically to the outward manifestation of sin. Here's what Jesus said in verse 28. But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh on a woman, listen to what Jesus says now, to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. That's the same Greek word, epithumiae. Amen. That means to lust after her. Amen. Have that forbidden desire, a longing for that which is forbidden. Amen. With her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Already, already in his heart. Amen. To set the heart upon that to set the heart after her, to lust after her. Amen. And so this is what Jesus says. Amen. He's committed adultery with her already. Now, the word already means even now, even at this very time, right this very moment, right this very second. The man who looks at her in his heart has committed already the sin of adultery at that very moment. Did he sleep with her? No. He just looked at her. He desired her. He wanted her. And at that very moment, Jesus Christ of Nazareth said he committed the sin, the transgression of adultery. Wow. He didn't commit. Look, look he did not. He did not commit any manifestation or act of sin. He didn't commit the act of adultery in, in its manifestation, but he committed sin already in his heart. Listen. So you mean to tell me now that a man can look at a woman and commit sin in his heart, but the man who desires another man, a woman who desires another woman, does not commit sin in the heart, but can be a homosexual Christian? What a lie from the pit of hell. Those preachers don't know God. They need to repent of their lies, of their filthiness, of their deception. Amen. Damning souls to hell by making them believe they can still be homosexual Christians. There's no such thing as a homosexual Christian. Any more than there is an adulterous Christian or a fornicative Christian or a murderous Christian or a Satan-worshipping Christian. It's it's a lie from the pit of hell. You must be born again and repent and believe the gospel. Praise God. That's what the Bible teaches. Amen. And so sin begins in the heart. Amen. In the heart, the immediate moment where a man desires, amen, that which is forbidden, a woman desires that which is forbidden. 
They commit adultery in the heart already. Verse 29, Jesus says, and if thy right hand offend thee, he says, pluck it out and cast it from thee, for, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body be, should be cast into hell. Listen to what Jesus says. And if thy right hand offend thee, Cut it off and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And this is what Jesus says, amen, that you think that you can go ahead and lust and desire that which is forbidden, amen. You don't have to look at pornography. You can just think about it in your head. You can just think about it in your spirit and be turned on and love it and be damned to hell. Are you hear what I'm preaching? You don't have to look at it. You can just desire it in your spirit, desire it in your heart, lust after it in your mind, lust after it in your spirit, and go directly to hell, fire, and damnation. And don't listen to those preachers that will say, oh no, you're not going to hell. They're lying to you. They'll damn your soul a dime. They'll damn multiple numbers of soul a dime a dozen because they don't desire to go through that narrow gate, that straight gate that leads to life, whereby few there be that find the straight gate, the narrow way. And they want to, amen, widen that straight gate and the minute they widen that straight gate it is no longer the straight gate my friend it becomes the wide gate and where does the wide gate lead to damnation hallelujah they have conferences and they don't want to preach about hellfire and damnation that's because they're preaching a pack full of lies you listen to what i'm preaching now a pack full of lies and they can no longer endure sound doctrine that's why many of them right now who would turn me right off turn off the radio turn off the station so oh, i can't listen to that. that's because they've already been deceived their ears can no longer listen to sound doctrine no longer listen to truth no longer listen to the word of god amen and jesus says amen he that is of god heareth god's words you therefore for hear them not because ye are not of God. If someone does not hear, not because it's me, but because if they don't hear the scriptures themselves, the word of God, and unadulterated, and they reject it, it's because they're not of God. They don't want God. They want a lie. They want deception. They want to someone to tickle their ears that unfortunately will never help them in the end, but will damn the soul to eternal hellfire and damnation and ultimately in the, the, the last hell and the lake of fire. So listen to what the Bible t- tells us right now. The Bible tells us, amen. That when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, it what? It brings forth not, not life. It brings forth death. It brings forth death. Amen. And so now you have, you have different individuals now in the church world today believing that it's only the act of sin that, that somebody has violated the laws of God. As we just seen here, just by a few scriptures, we, we see that the Bible does not teach any such false doctrine. Nothing like that. Amen. The Bible teaches very clearly that sin begins in the heart. Jesus also says in Matthew's gospel, chapter 15, Matthew's gospel, chapter 15, Jesus says here, amen, talking, amen, about where, where, uh, what defiles a man, what, bring, what makes a man unclean, what, what, what makes a man sin again in the sight of God. Jesus says very clearly, amen, for out of the heart, verse 19, for out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashing hands defileth not a man. Listen, it begins in the heart. People got to understand this. Sin begins in the heart. Believe, believe what the word of God says. Hallelujah. Don't don't believe the lies and the deceptions today in order to appease people and appease man, amen, and make one sound like he is acceptable and he's being compassionate to homosexuals because this teaching is primarily, amen, primarily exclusive to those who, who desire to minister to the homosexual community. And in reality, they're not really ministering to them. They're deceiving them. They're lying to them, 
Amen. They're bringing them to deception. When anybody tries to be soft on sin, when anybody desires to try to accommodate sin in any way, shape, or form, and bend the word of God to me to try to ease, amen, uh, uh, ease up on somebody's sin or on any sin, amen, you've already deceived that individual. You've already deceived by opening, by opening them up to the idea that their sin is not exceedingly sinful, amen. Oh, we need, to, we need to show compassion on homosexual. Of course we do. But how do we do that? By preaching hard against their sin that it's an abomination. Hallelujah. They will lead to hell, fire, and damnation. Repent and believe the gospel. Amen. Who hath warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come. Hallelujah. And then we preach the good news of salvation. You can repent and be saved. God loves you. Christ died on that cross for your sin. Hallelujah. You don't have to remain, amen, homosexual. You don't have to remain with those desires and lusts. You can be completely set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. If you truly want to be, you can repent and be set free. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. But what we have now is a form of godliness. But denying the power, the, uh, people don't believe people can be set free from these things anymore. Amazing, huh? The Bible prophesied of this false generation, this false church world, amen, this false Christianity that believes that people have to remain in their sin and they can still be saved at the same time. What a lie. What a lie. A lie that people can go ahead and be a homosexual, but yet be celibate. What a lie. What a lie. But it's damning multitudes of souls to hell. Listen, there's been preachers in the past that have believed this and have gone full-fledged into believing that homosexuality is wonderful, is okay. And they support homosexual and gay marriage, so-called. No such thing as gay marriage. But that's what they, that's what they have done. A man by the name of Tony Campolo. Tony Campolo, amen. He, he claimed to be an evangelical Christian, one who believed the Bible and so forth. Of course, he didn't, amen. But he claimed that he did in the 90s and so forth. Years ago, he, he believed that one can be a homosexual Christian without committing the act, as we just mentioned, amen, that, that you can be saved and be a homosexual Christian, but don't commit the act, which is a lie, as we know, as we went through the word of God just now, and we're going to continue to talk about that. But he believe, that's what he believed. So he said, oh, you can't commit any kind of act of homosexuality. You have to remain celibate. Amen. Because homosexual acts are sin. What does he believe now? Well, Mr. Campola believes, amen, that as of June the 8th, 2015, amen, and June the 8th, 2015, he released a statement stating that he now has changed his view and is in full acceptance of homosexual, homosexuality in the church. Huh? of gay marriage and everything else. Listen, this is where the devil is going with it, my friend. Not just him, but there's others, amen, who, who have gone the same way, who are going the same way. One man by the name of Brian McLaren, he claimed to be an evangelical. He was a false prophet for years anyhow. But he claimed that, oh, yeah, you know, uh, you know I, I, I'm not in favor of gay marriage and all that. Guess what happened to him later? Years later, he goes ahead and marries his son to another man. He's now in full acceptance of homosexuality. All these preachers that, that are saying that they're, they're evolving on this issue. T.D. Jakes, back in, I, re, I believe it was an interview back with the Huff, Huffington Post, said that he, his views on, 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 uh, on, on homosexuality has, has been, is evolved and is evolving. That's what he said. Is evolving and is evolving. Amen. And these people are, are now, amen, are moving. Uh, some of them have already, already are moved into the arena of accepting homosexuality full-fledged. And others are on their way to doing so. Hallelujah. You got Ravi Zacharias, amen, a Christian apologist. And now he has, he has what? He has preachers, itinerant preachers, part of his ministry. They claim to be homosexual, but they, they claim to be celibate. 
you know, and, and this is the kind of mess that we're dealing with right now. This is the kind of deception that we're dealing with right now, saying that, oh, it's the homosexual acts of sin. But listen, these people are completely deceived. They're damning souls to hell, fire and damnation by preaching this mess where they know exactly that the Bible does not support any such doctrine. Hallelujah. The Bible is explicitly clear concerning the issue of homosexuality, not just in the action, but in the desire. Listen to what Romans chapter one says. Amen. Romans chapter number one. Amen. The Bible makes it very clear. Romans chapter number one. Amen. Where does the sin of homosexuality start? It's all sins. We just mentioned adultery. The sin of adultery starts in the heart. A fornication, Matthew gospel chapter number 15. All those sins, evil thoughts start in the heart. Amen. Every sin. But why do we focus on this homosexual issue right now? Is because many churches are now moving in that direction to justify this abomination and this sin. The sending precious homosexuals to eternal damnation and giving them no hope of the gospel. No hope of repentance. No hope of salvation, telling them that they can't be really set, completely set free, that they got to live with these affections and desires. It's a lie. They can be completely set free through the Son of God. Hallelujah. You may say, no, no, you can't. You're believing a lie if you don't, if you believe that. That's not what Jesus said. It's having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says in Romans chapter number 1 verse 26, Listen to what it says. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even the women to change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burn in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of the air which was meet. Now listen to this now. The Bible says, amen, that God gave them up unto who? Unto what? Unto vile. Listen to what the Bible says here now. Vile. Amen. Affections. Now, what does this mean? Vile affections. Amen. It means disgraceful, disgraceful, vile, wicked, ungodly affections. And what does the word affection mean? It means that which you have a passion for. Amen. That with vile affection, vile attractions. Amen. That's what it means. That's what it means. These very attractions, these very, amen, affections of homosexuality. They are shameful. They are vile. The very attraction and desire of it is perverse, is hellish, is ungodly. It's wicked in the sight of God. And anybody that says that God is, 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 is cool with it and he will, will uh, turn a blind eye to it, amen, because you're not committing the act, he does not know their Bible and has rejected the clear authority of Holy Scripture 100%. Because the Bible clearly teaches this. It's vile affection. Amen. Shameful desire. The Bible says, for even the women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. What does that mean, natural use? They changed their natural use. What does that mean? It means this. A woman's body, listen to this now, was made to be with a man's body in the confines of holy matrimony. Amen. A woman's body was made naturally to be with a man's body in the confines of holy matrimony. That's what the Bible says. They change the natural use of their body into that which is against nature. How do we know that it teaches us? If you go back to verse number 24, amen, of this same chapter, the Bible says, wherefore God also gave them up unto uncleanness. Why? Through the lust of their, through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Their own bodies? Yes, because the body was made to be with the opposite 
gender. Amen. If you're a woman, you're made to be with a man in the confines of holy matrimony. If you're a man, your body is made to be with a woman in the confines of holy matrimony. That means everybody was made by God, by nature. Amen. Hallelujah. Naturally to be a heterosexual. Amen. Not a homosexual. And the Bible makes that clear. Amen. By the natural use of the body, the body testifies against the sin of homosexuality. And also, but the Bible teaches very clearly that any sin, any, any sexual uh, desire or any kind of sexual act, amen, outside of the confines of one man with one woman for one lifetime is sin. That means divorce and remarriage is sin. As we understand in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5, talks about, amen, if a man, amen, puts away his wife and, and marries another, he commits adultery. It's, sin, it's simple, amen, it's sin. And so common law, so-called marriage is sin. Shocking up is sin. It's fornication. Homosexuality is sin. But here in Romans chapter 1, the Bible says, and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned where? In their lusts. They burn in their lusts, in their hearts, one toward another. The Bible says, men with men. Now here it is. Men with men means they are doing the action of sin. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of the error which is made. But notice this now. The Bible says they leave the natural use of the woman. They burn in their lust one toward another in their heart. That, that shameful desire, that wicked lust, that wicked, shameful, perverse, sinful desire of iniquity, a longing for that which is forbidden by God and they go after it and they desire it. That's when the sin began. And all these preachers say, oh, you can be a celibate homosexual Christian. You liar, liar, liar. And the Bible says all liars shall have the part in the lake of fire if they don't repent of this mess and, and lead people astray because they want to be accepted by the so-called Christian community. Amen. By other theologians and other scholars. Amen. Their scholarship will send them to hell, fire, and damnation because they're believing a lie. Amen. They got to believe the gospel and believe what the Bible says. You know what true holiness is? This is what the scripture teaches what true holiness is true holiness is the bible makes it clear in second corinthians amen chapter number seven hallelujah the bible says true holiness is to this to amen be clean to cleanse oneself of all filthiness of the flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of god hallelujah that's what true holiness is amen of the flesh you cleanse yourself of from the flesh and listen now that's the actions of sin and of spirit that's the desires the lusts of the heart of sin, the affections, amen, the desires, the attractions of sin, and you, you repent of it, how uh, you cleanse yourself from it, and that's when you are right with God, and if you, you, if you have only, amen, stopped the action of sin, and not stopped the desire and the lust and the affection and the attraction of sin, then therefore you are not right with God, you, are, you do not belong to Christ, and you're on your way to hell, and it does not have to be that way, my friend. The Bible says very clearly in Galatians, amen, chapter number 5, Galatians chapter number 5, listen to this now, Galatians chapter number 5, and we go down to verse number 24. Hallelujah. The Bible makes it very clear. Amen. It says, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Listen to now. It says, they that are Christ, I mean, they that belong to Christ, they that are the property of the Savior, of the Lord Jesus Christ, they that belong to Christ, they that are Christ, they who, amen, the, they who are the ones who he possesses, amen, they that are Christ have crucified, amen, hallelujah, have died to the flesh, amen, crucifixion means death, have died to the flesh, that, of course, the flesh, flesh refers to the actions, the manifestation of sin, amen, with the affection and lust. Wow. 
It says, with the affections and lusts. Listen to this now. What is that? The affections is not the actions of sin. The lust is not the actions of sin. The Bible says you've crucified the flesh with something else. With what? With the affections and what? The lust. With the desire of sin. With, with the longings for sin. With the kindest, kind feelings you have towards sin. You die to it. You crucify. It comes to a death. If you're truly going to belong to Christ, that's what you, who, hallelujah, got to do. You got to repent of it. Turn from it. Run, hallelujah. Flee from the wrath that is to come and come to the Savior. He will clean you up. He will save you. He will regenerate you by his spirit. You become a newborn again child of God. He will deliver you from every sin, whether it's transgenderism or homosexuality or, or fornication or lying or stealing or cursing or drinking or prostitution or being a pimp or gambling or witchcraft or whatever it is, whatever sin hateful, hating, amen, unforgiveness you mentioned that you put the sin there Christ will set you free, amen hallelujah, he will set you, come if the sin therefore shall make you free, hallelujah ye shall be free indeed and this apostate church world will say you can't be set free, you got to live with your depression you got to live, amen, in your sin you got to live, amen, hallelujah as a homosexual, as transgender you got no play. You got no way out. Amen. You got no escape having a form of godliness, but denying the power, the power to deliver, the power to save. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, the Bible says, Paul, the apostle said under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is what? The power of God unto salvation unto everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Amen. The power of God unto salvation happens when you repent, when you have a change of mind towards sin, when you depart from it, when you bring forth fruit meat for repentance, and when you trust the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who died on the cross for your sin, shed his blood, rose again from the dead according to the Holy Scriptures on the third day, went to heaven, coming back again. When you trust this risen Savior, amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah for your sins, and you receive his forgiveness. You become a true born-again child of God at that very moment when you sincerely repent and trust him by faith. Hallelujah. But then you turn from your sin. You turn from the actions of sin. Amen. That means you know if you're a homosexual, you come out of that homosexuality. You come out from, amen, having a boyfriend if you're a man. Amen. And having a girlfriend if you're a, a woman. Amen. Or a so-called husband or lover or whatever it may be, a wife. Or if you're all these kind of things that's perverse. And you get right with God and you come out of that mess. And you hate the very, amen, thought of sin. The very desire. The very thought, amen, of, of that sin. You hate it. You hate the affections. You hate the attractions and the lust. Same thing, amen, if you're a man, amen, hallelujah, in adultery, you're married to a woman that's not your wife, amen, you're, you're in a, a state of adultery, hallelujah, divorce or married condition, you come out of that mess, you no longer, amen, hallelujah, you repent of wanting this woman and the desires of the flesh, and you say, no, Lord, I, this is wrong, I turn from the action, I come out of this relationship, and I come to you and serve you, Lord, I, hallelujah, and now I leave this thing, and not just leave it in my action, but in my thoughts, in my heart, in my desires of the flesh, and because they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. And if we do that, we become a child of God. And if we don't do that, we are a child of hell. No matter what nobody says, don't listen to no preacher or commentary, amen, or denomination or church, or theologian or evangelist that tells you otherwise. They're lying to you or so-called prophet or whoever it may be. Listen to the authority of Holy Scripture. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. Sin begins not in the action as we close. Sin begins in the heart, in the desire, in the lust.
in the affections of man. They don't begin, do not begin in the action. They are only manifested in the action. They come to their conclusion in the action. But sin begins in the heart, in the heart. And so that's why the Bible says the wages of sin is death, is death. But thank God, the gift of God, hallelujah, hallelujah, is eternal life, praise God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We can have your sins forgiven. You can be set free. You can know the risen Savior who died on the cross for your sins and who rose again. All you got to do is repent and receive him by faith. But don't listen to the lies of the apostate church world today. Listen to the authority of Holy Scripture. Repent of your sin and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as, as, your both, as both your personal Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you want to know the Lord Jesus Christ, you can know him right now. Just repent of your sin and receive him by faith as your Savior and as your Lord right now by faith. All you have to do is just pray this prayer after me. Amen. And just mean it with all your heart. But you have to truly repent and truly surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sin. I believe you died on the cross for my sin. I turn away from my sin. Whatever sin it might be, I turn away from my sin. And I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Both now and forever. Thank you for dying on the cross for me and rising again from the dead on the third day, according to the Holy Scriptures. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior, both now and forever. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, I'll live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God, amen. If you just prayed by prayer and, re and truly repented of your sin, amen, and ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart by faith, we want to send you our free booklet, What It Means to Be Born Again, absolutely free, if you just write to us at International deliveranceministries.org, amen, and we'll send that to you, amen, at no cost, amen, and we're also working on an online, amen, edition of that, yet you can look at it for free, praise God, and download it for free, amen. If you want to support this ministry, we'd appreciate any support that you can give. No gift is too small, no gift is too large, just go on our donation site, amen, on our webpage, amen, and, and you can send us a donation, amen, through our online ministry website, praise God. We love you, we're praying for you, God bless. 